Sly Dog Music Cast. Now here's your host, the Sly Dog. Hello and welcome back to the Sly Dog Music Cast. Coming with to you with a very special uh, impromptu episode today because yours truly finally met Ozzy fucking Osbourne in person. <laughs> Holy shit, this happened. Uh, joined by the wife on this excursion. Say hi, wife. And uh, our actual sly dog, uh, Copper. You might hear him sniffing or grunting in the background. He's here. He was part of this adventure today. So, yeah. I got to meet very briefly today of the one and only uh, Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. And so did my wife, and so did Tool. So did the Prince of Borkness. The Prince of Borkness, yes. <laughs> Prince of Barkness. Barkness. Yes. I like Borkness better. I like Borkness better, too. It's more, it's jauntier. Very jaunty. <laughs> so, we heard about this like uh, a week ago. This tiny record store in. Uh, okay, my wife heard about it a week ago. Ozzy was going to be signing copies of his new album, Patient Number Nine, at Fingerprints, which is this tiny record store in Long Beach, California. Where we about, used to live. <laughs> yeah, used to go there regularly. I used to be a regular at that store. About a say ninety minute drive from, from San Diego. That's two and two-hour drive from San Diego, yeah. um, and even though I haven't done an episode on, on the... Day. Yeah. Lucky. Like we were today. Yeah. Um, I've never done an episode on Ozzy, and there will be Ozzy content in the future, but Ozzy is, without a doubt, one of the most important artists to me coming up. It, like, I was just such a big fan, and I really related to his music, and I don't know, I felt kind of a kinship to the wild, wild man. Like, I felt like he was... Like, like he, I understood him in a way, like, as weird and deep as that sounds. It, it's true. Like, I've just always been a super fan of Ozzy. And I've never seen him perform live. Uh, every opportunity has been squished uh, for me to see him live, it seems like. It's been canceled twice and then just straight up canceled. So, when you so present... rescheduled twice. Rescheduled twice. Well, canceled. yeah, straight up canceled. So, when you presented me with this idea, I wasn't sure you were serious because, let, let's be real, you're not one for standing in lines. In the heat. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but you were serious. You were, you're, you're like as a little like kind of bonus anniversary gift. You, you drove me and the dog all the way to Long Beach to very briefly meet the Prince of Darkness. And, very, very briefly. And I will forever be forever forgetting. Stood in line for five hours. We're, we're going to get into the to the line part in a second, but I just want to let you know. Let everybody up top. I am so grateful to you, and I love you. And this was an incredible gift. So thank you. Um, so let's 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 break this day down in pieces. Um, so like you said, the drive up was easy. We jammed some Ozzy, the new one, and Mark at the Moon, classic. And we just finished Osmosis, which is my favorite Ozzy album. And if you got and if you hate me for saying that, uh, fuck you. Uh, I don't care. Um, we got to Long Beach, and the first issue was uh, finding parking. Now, we ended up parking in this, like, garage that was maybe, like, oh, two blocks away. Mm, two or three, yeah. Two or three. Um, it's a, one I remember from when we used to live there. We, it's not far from our old apartment. And it was kind of shady. Oh, yeah. It's in, in this, like, attempt at gentrification in Long Beach. Like, they tried to start this little mall, and it's super dead and just, like, like, it's not really run down necessarily. It's just like ghost towny. Yeah, no, nothing's really taken off there, and it was like that when we lived lived there like what five years ago, four, four years ago. Four years ago, yeah. Yeah, so nothing much has changed in that respect. 
but we got parking and uh, we ended up parking next to a car that had a bumper sticker that said, what would Ozzy do? So you immediately know you're amongst your people. And we've got this, the, uh, we've got Copper here, uh, the real Sly Dog. And we brought him with because, you know, he's an old man now and he needs medicine. We got to keep an eye on him. Yeah, we so, can't really leave him alone by himself for a long period of time. So we have a stroller for him that we popped him in. We had a fan attached to it. We have a special doggy water bottle he can drink out of. We were set. We we planned this out. Like this is gonna this is gonna be easy, and we're gonna do this. And I honestly believe very naively. We had water bottles. We had snacks. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, fruit. It was just yeah. We we were ready to the nines, and rather naively I thought this would take maybe an hour two hours tops um, yeah, so the event was supposed to be supposed to be two, two hours, to four 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. they said you could begin lining up at noon which people kind of found a way around you couldn't line up in front of the store but you could line up across the fucking street yeah and the line wrapped around an entire block. An entire city block. An entire city block and then bled and then, into another one. Yes, and like also went like inward. Into, and, like, yeah. Snaked into a, a parking, parking lot. lot. And down an alley. And then back out of the alley. And back out of the alley. <laughs> and the rest of the way around the block. So immediately I was like, okay, this is this is going to be interesting. You see how quick this moves. So we got in line, and we figured out, okay, we just got to stay in this line. They'll bring us the wristbands eventually. Um, and then, thus began our our ascent into the madness. Into so, the... basically, the whole way you got into this event was by purchasing the new album, Ozzy's new album, in some shape format. Of, some format from Fingerprints, the record store. Through their website. Through though. their website and scheduled to pick up in store, in person that day. And that's how, and then they just had like, a list of people that did your that. name on a list. And they gave you a wristband, and then once you got in, like like right outside of the store, their your wristband, the color of your wristband and the number they wrote on it indicated what you were going to get. They like the CD or vinyl. Yeah. So. Uh, let me preface some of the story by saying that uh, when when you told me this right away, I went and immediately ordered us two CDs, and it sold out, and then it unsold out. And then yeah, I don't know if it really like unsold out. Like they're like, oh, we have some new spots open. I, my theory is capitalism played a role here. Like they maybe weren't expecting it to sell out because I've gone to a signing at that store before, and it was not this insane as it was today. But it also, was not Ozzy. No, it wasn't Ozzy. And they've had other signings there. They've had Young, that Young Blood recently. Uh, young Blood, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Um, and they've had other people there. Just we got all-time low autographs. All-time low autographs. That was very cool. Alex Gascareth, uh, you're welcome on the show, and so is Jack Bearcat. Um, yeah. So I was just expecting not too much madness, and they probably thought they didn't want too much madness, but they're like, "Oh, people are really interested in this. Let's, you know." go further so they sold they sold more this may or may not have been a mistake depending on how you view the story I'm about to tell you um, have I covered everything like do they know like 
Like, am I missing anything? No, okay. that's about okay. it. Okay, yeah. so we got in line. We're in the... At, on, at one, a little before 1 o'clock p.m. Like 1240, 12.45 p.m. That sounds right, yeah. And we're just on the tip of the block that it's bleeding into. Yeah. Like, we ended up crossing the street Pretty fairly cool. quickly. And then the real wait started once we got over there. Like, once we were kind of by the parking lot, time slowed the fuck down. An hour. Over an hour. Over an hour? Oh yeah. We were Jesus in Christ. At least an hour and a half, no longer. In the humidity of Southern California, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, Southern California isn't usually humid, but for some reason this year it is. Right, right. We're getting a little taste of uh, what what the Southern states are like, and oy, oy and the, the random sprinkles from what is left of tropical, tropical storm. Yes. Yeah, the tropical storm that came up from Mexico. Yeah, that was that was a trip, uh, but that wasn't so bad. That what, what it is, it was what it was. And then you know you get a bunch of people together in a line. Someone will try to put on a show. Actually, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Our first sign of trouble was a man on a bicycle, um, <laughs> riding around talking about how we're committed to a cause. Like 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 Marines. Like Marines. Like, like Vietnam. Vietnam. Like Vietnam. Vietnam, yes. Vietnam, he kept saying Vietnam. <laughs> now, I just thought this gentleman was just a bit of a social butterfly that just wanted to make his voice heard at first. But my wife is very observant. Well, she works in the mental health field. And she noticed something about this gentleman that immediately made me go, ah, fuck who? So why don't you tell the people what you saw on this man? Um, I mean, he was obviously homeless, but he also had, uh, under his, uh, jeans, his jean shorts, his, his very, shorts. very long line. Well, the, say that you, damn yours aren't jorts, his are jorts. They weren't jorts either, because they weren't cutoffs. They're only <laughs> jorts if they're cutoffs. <laughs> Do they effectively hide his thunder? Yes, they're only jorts if Tobias is wearing You've got to promise not to tell anyone this. Okay. He's a never nude. Is that exactly what it sounds like? Tobias suffered a rare psychological affliction of never being able to be completely naked. Excuse me, do these effectively hide my thunder? <laughs> um, he was still wearing his uh, clothing that he would have been given most likely in a hospital psych unit. Like his, uh, his scrub-like clothing. He also still had his hospital bracelet. I didn't see that. If you didn't see that. So most likely he had just been in a psych hospital and been released or decided to leave on his own. Now this is not necessarily a bad thing, but if he was not in a good state, it just... Because he kept coming back. Yeah, that was what it was. He didn't just go on his merry way. Kind of seemed into us. Yeah, he kept coming back into the parking lot. Talking about how if we were this committed to Ozzy, we should be this committed to something else, like being in the military and going to Vietnam, even though Vietnam's been done for a while now. Vietnam is over. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean, honestly, given where we were, being in Long Beach, being in Southern California, in a major city, I mean, that's par for the course, honestly. Harassed by a mentally ill homeless person, unfortunately. 
what it is. I'm, I usually in downtown San Diego when I'm working, when I was working downtown and not from home, typically saw, you know, somebody's junk once a week. <laughs> um, you know, homeless people. Just usually, swinging you, dicks. Swinging dicks or, you know, their butts out because they were pooping on the sidewalk or something. So, I mean, just one crazy guy wearing hospital clothing. It's actually a pretty good day, I would say. It is. He was just like kind of the first anomaly in the series of domino anomalies we would see this day. Like, he was the opening number, I think. And also, we did, some someone was here from, like, some met, heavy metal website taking photos. Uh, yeah, there were several people. There were right, several I'm, photographers. I'm we not, saw the L.A. metal. Yeah, the L.A. metal people. Yeah. I, the, he was the one I was about to talk about. He said he saw Ozzy. He's here. They could, like, we'd heard people cheer. Like, we think maybe he got out of the car. Yeah, he, he got out of the car in the alley next to the, the record store. Anyways, Ozzy, Alleyway. Yeah, and they must have been in there for, uh, I guess they had him sign some stuff for some photo ops. Uh, that's what it is. It's the, it's the radio. It's the radio. We good, fam. Okay, car's not dying. <laughs> it better not be, it's only a year old. Alright. Um, so yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Ozzy got out in the, in the alley and the dude saw him. And he's like, he's here, he's, you know, he's already signing, signing stuff, and, you know, he's gonna have his whole hand by the end of the day, that was a joke. And they're like, okay, cool, this is really happening, because, like I said, this is a small record store, like, I would expect an Aussie signing at something like a flagship, like an Amoeba Records in LA, like a big, big known record store, not this little mom and pop one that's in the middle of the hipster part of Long Beach, but they've pulled it off, and they've pulled it off quite well, um, so that was kind of like, okay, this is getting real. And then someone, I don't know if he was with a heavy metal, like, website or if he'd been in there getting something signed, but this bigger gentleman comes out with a bullhorn and attempts to hype us up. Oh, one of the things you did forgot, forget to mention. Forget? Forget. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's no longer. Fuck you. Was the Aussie inflatable? Ah, yes. Uh, patient number nine, as they call him, uh, was in the parking lot wearing his Rams jersey. Yes, and his long black fingernails and his bare feet. Your bare feet? His bare feet freaked you his out. Why is that? I don't know. Why? Why would you make a blow up of somebody without any fucking shoes? Like, well, because he's patient number nine. Why? He can't have shoes. What? <laughs> I, didn't I didn't realize that's what it was. I thought it was just Aussie. I mean, it is Aussie, but he's playing patient number nine. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense now. It's like, that, the whole like 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 social media campaign has been, where is patient number nine going to pop up next? Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense now. I, you <laughs> didn't explain that to me before. I thought you knew it was called patient no. nine. <laughs> I mean, I, I did, but I didn't. Connection. He literally says, I'm patient number nine in the song. Which I've heard, what, twice? Four times. Oh, wow, four times. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure I've paid attention. <laughs> okay. That makes a little more sense. Yes. Why his, he had such shoes. Although they could have given him booties with bats on him. Yeah, or like some fucking slippers or something. Like, why do you need his, like, freaking... Black ass 
was cool. We got some photos of that, which will go on the socials. Um, so yeah, like I, I wasn't expecting that, honestly. Like I, I knew they were doing that as kind of like a promo thing. Like he'd been in San Diego and he'd been in LA already at that point. He was at Sturgis, which were my parents were. He wasn't there where my parents were there, but he was in Sturgis. He was in San Diego? Yeah, Comic-Con. That was oh, his first yeah. appearance. That's right. Yeah. So, like, the, the marketing for this album has been very, you know, out there. It's not been very digital. Like, there's obviously been some digital, but, like, they're making, like, this an event. So, yeah, the blow, the inflatable was there. I kind of wish it hadn't been wearing the jersey, though, personally. Yeah, like that, like, like, the jersey made sense when it was at the, the football, football game, game, but... They probably just fixed you. Like, could they, you know, how hard is it to take the jersey off when it's deflated? How? How? I digress. Um, so, gentleman with a bullhorn. Now, did you see him come out of the store? I thought I saw him come out of the store, but I'm not entirely I sure. I honestly wasn't paying that much attention. I just heard him start yelling and got annoyed. He, he got he got up out of bullhorn, <laughs> and he's like, "The Prince of Fucking Darkness is here, everybody!" And of course, got a woo. You know, like you know, like look, one or two of these little like hype ups would have been fine. You know. I understand that. I was hyped too. I, I wooed. You wooed. Copper wooed. Not really. I... We wooed for him. So there was, you know, like it was necessary. But then he didn't know when to let it end. He kept doing it over. Well, did you also also hear that after the, the first time he did it, like somebody goes, we were told to not make any noise. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, somebody was like, they told us not to make any noise. It's a residential area. <laughs> yeah, it figures. You told you mentioned the residential area thing. I didn't realize you were repeating something something someone else said. Yeah, no, I was repeating something. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that was a thing. Um, and he just kept going back to it. Then even when he was in his car, he drove by and did it again. <laughs> he couldn't let it go. He needed some attention. Also, we are driving past the Ocean's Tits right now, people. We are. The San Ofre power plant known as Ocean Titties. Uh, these two big spherical uh, nuclear domes uh, by the ocean that have red lights on the top. Glowing red nipples. Glowing red nipples, yes. So I just wanted to document that for the podcast. Oh yeah, we were supposed to play the Descendants song. Yeah, well, we're, do- we're doing podcasting. That's more important in my mind. Okay. okay this, I'm going to try and rush this out, by the way. Maybe I'll put a clip of that right here to make to, for the lulls. Okay. Warning, the Bass Master General has determined that coffee's good for your health. Talk about on the wall. Our second uh, what the fuck of the day, and 
the other one, the, the next one, the fuck of the day is just you, you meet characters in line or you become aware of characters in line. Yeah, we, don't, we, we don't meet them because we don't talk to people. Right. We're not, not to say that we're antisocial. We just don't like this. More people. because of me than you. Because if you were in line by yourself, you probably would have ended up having to talk to people. If but I was in line by myself, I would have had headphones. I would have like listened to the whole Aussie catwalk today. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I would have like started a blizzard of Oz and worked my way to patient number nine. That's what I would have done. Um, but there were these two younger gentlemen metalheads behind us uh, in Aussie shirts. They had their... Uh, the one wasn't wearing an Aussie shirt. Oh, no, he was wearing a not fest shirt. That's yeah, right. I was like, that one definitely wasn't an Aussie shirt. That's right. Although Slipknot and Aussie are very uh, tight. So it kind of works out in a way. Anyways, like they're behind us, and I kind of acknowledged them because I thought the Aussie shirt the one guy was wearing was cool. It was, it was the Batman logo with the head bit off, and said Ozzy was here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, these two dudes seem cool, whatever. And then there was this, uh, there was this blonde, skinny girl in line wearing, would you call it lingerie? Yeah. She was wearing a lingerie top um, and leather pants that said Ozzy and very high, high boots. They're like platform shoes. Yeah, but they were like. Paul Stanley would have loved her her, her shoes, okay? He probably would have loved her little outfit. (laughs) I I don't know. Could you see him in in the uh, lingerie? I'd rather not. (laughs) But can you see it in your mind? (laughs) People! (laughs) It's soft and silky, people! Yeah, probably. (laughs) Maybe with like a a blazer or something. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, that. uh, (laughs) <laughs> and I pissed off the kiss crowd. Anyways, but it, she she seemed to be flirting her way up the line is the best way I can describe it. And she wasn't yeah, because she was like probably thirty people behind us when we started. Yeah, and and look, she wasn't being rude or like being pushy. Yeah. She she was doing it nicely. I will say that she was working what she had to work with and playing. Play in that hand, so in a way, I respect the hustle. I do. If I had boobs, I'd try and get a lot of free time. I mean, Look, you're allowed to make that comment. I'm not. So, um, so she ended up behind us, talking to these two dudes, and they were not. They, they were hanging with her, but they were not having the flirty the flirties. They were not flirting back. And it, it was, I don't know, it never seemed uncomfortable. Like, it, sometimes it seemed like they really wanted her to leave. They did want her to leave. They kept, like, suggesting they, they she do her, stuff. Yeah, they kept telling her to do stuff. And she'd go do it, and then she'd come back. <laughs> they kept telling her to do stuff, hoping that she wouldn't come back, that she'd find her way somewhere else in the line. But she kept coming back, because she was, they were, she stayed there. She didn't get past us in line. I will say she came up to us at one point, said hi to Copper. Mm-hmm. Pet him, she thought he was adorable. Um, yes, so yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. I, so that's why I say she seems nice. She doesn't. She didn't seem stuck up or anything. Um, but then at one point, how did they get on the subject of girlfriends? Because I was like, that was when my brain was starting to fry from the heat. I I don't know. I wasn't. Which we'll touch on the heat in a second. I wasn't fully listening to their conversation. But they were talking about how they both have girls. And she goes, 
Like, but are you compatible? Yeah, she was like, are you compatible? Cause, oh, they were talking about what they were doing later. And I think she was, like, kind of trying to get them to, like, invite her, like, to, like, hang out with them. And... You think and, she was trying to get slit slammed? <laughs> no. I think, <laughs> I think she wanted pot is what she wanted. Okay. Because the one said he had a joint... And oh, yeah, I remember was, that. But it was in his car. That's right. And he didn't want to get it because there were cops around. Yeah. And he didn't want to get in trouble, which, I mean... Fair enough. Smart, smart dude. But right? also a white dude, you're probably going to get off easy. Yeah. Um, so, so I think she wanted weed. Okay. She, she, I mean, she probably wouldn't have... Probably wanted sex, too, but, you know, whatever. But I, I'm pretty sure what Getting she Getting piped wasn't the main goal here. No, she wanted weed. Once she found out that they had weed, that's what she wanted. Um, because actually this comes in later. Um, yes, it does. Because they, they they were talking and she was, they were like, well, well I, I can't have, you know, like, I have a girlfriend. Like, you can't come, like, you can't come I can't bring it in my place, like, man. Right, yeah, girl? you can't come back, like, with us. Like, we have girlfriends. And she's like, oh, well, but are you compatible? And he's like, well, day that I will be using now, bro. I'm an Aries, bro. And he was so not, like, they were so not bro-y, like, at all. Yeah, no, they were the opposite. They were, they were nerds. But just the way he delivered it, like, he was like, bro. I'm, I'm an Aries. Aries. I thought you were going to lose it at that point. I was just like, suggesting she go to Starbucks. And eventually she went to Starbucks. And, and they wouldn't let her pee. And they didn't let her pee, which was funny. Um, she should have gone to El Super. Yeah, no. Um, or is it El Super? El Super. Yes. <laughs> Regional. Um, I am very white, and I apologize. Um, but she said they were actually, after she left, they were like, oh, I hope Talking to the, the wife of the, the husband of the 
was watching them and he didn't like after he gave it to the girl he didn't take it back <laughs> and he left and he came back over to stand in line and when he got back he's like I, I i smoked as much of it as i could before i gave it to her and then uh, and then i just gave it to her and i left I'm, he's like i'm hoping that since i gave her what she wanted maybe now she'll leave us alone this did not happen that didn't work <laughs> Yeah, she was there behind us the whole time, and I will say... Although the weed did shut her up. It, it made her very quiet. It made her so much quieter. I wish he would have done that sooner. <laughs> God. If I knew that would have shut him, shut her up, I would have paid him to go get it. <laughs> I, I, let me say this. like Before we like just make her sound like this weed-seeking bimbo, um, I, let me just say I had a moment where I felt legitimately bad for her. It was when we were much closer to the store. They'd given us our CDs, and they, or she had bought a CD and a vinyl. And she, so the vinyl they'd slid down the side so you could slide it out and have them sign it. And they'd taken the CD out of the plastic. So she was holding her vinyl poorly, and the vinyl record slid out and hit the sidewalk. It didn't shatter, but it hit the sidewalk, and the, the sleeve bent when it came out. So I was like, oh. And she also dropped the CD. Yeah, that was going to be the next thing. Yeah. And then a little earlier right here, ka-chunk, turn around her CDs on the ground. Yeah, and the, the, the plastic, the... The, 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 the front the popped front off of the jewel case. Yeah. But I will say this. She was definitely a fan. Because she, you get, I heard her having oh, conversations. Yeah, I, I did too. She was so nervous and so excited about meeting Ozzy. And she was talking about like what she wanted to say to him. Like thinking about what she wanted to say to him. Much like me. <laughs> practicing it and like should she write it down? And so I mean she was at least like legitimately there for the right reason. She was just kind of obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's fine. Like I was the same way, like like maybe well, maybe I was a little obnoxious, I don't know. But I mean, not not like not, she was. Yeah, no. Uh like I, I felt the same way, like, you know, what do I say to him? You know, he's a hero of mine. Uh like there's so much you want to cover in a short little bit of span of time you're given. Yeah. And I'll, I'll probably get more into that in a second. But, yeah, that, that she was just another part of our adventure. Um, and now I would like to talk about the only... Well, there's one other part that's maybe a negative aspect, but I kind of expected it. Um, the only real negative aspect today, and that was the amount of time this whole event took. So we got in line a little bit before one. Um, it was supposed to be a two-hour event that started at two, and uh, they way oversold it, like we said. And we were in line. We didn't get inside until until. We, well, we left the store at five forty-five. Yeah, it was almost six o'clock. It was supposed to end at four. Yeah. So Ozzy had been there a while. Like, I, I appreciate him, like, not going, no, I was scheduled to do two hours. I'm fucking off now. Yeah, he could have totally just been yeah. like, nope, sorry. Nope, you guys oversold it. I got it. That, who I got. The rest can just get their CDs and leave. Right. And he's an old man, too. Let's, yeah. let's be real. He's an old man with Parkinson's that is being drugged around the U.S. to promote this new album. <laughs> so, in a way, like, I, I kind of would have understood halfway if he would have been just like, nope. Oh, yeah. Guy, this is your fault. You deal with the angry yeah, fans. Yeah, that would have totally would have been on the record store if he had decided not to stay. Yeah, or like if he had a commitment, he couldn't. Yeah, break. he had to be somewhere. Yeah. So 
I if, again, Ozzy, if you're listening, uh, again, thank you if you are. Yeah. Thank you for staying. Yeah. He, <laughs> uh, well, because he definitely he stayed. I'm sure he. They said he was going to stay and see everybody. Yeah. And it was almost six o'clock, and there were still probably an hour or more worth of people. Yeah. To see. So he, Ozzy, had a long day for sure, but so did we. Um, yeah, we were in line from like twelve forty-five till five forty-five. So about five hours. About five hours, yeah. Um, and we didn't really get across the street until probably what after almost five o'clock. Like, like we didn't get on the same block as the record store until almost five o'clock. Yeah. So yeah, well, it was yeah, it was after five o'clock. I must say there was a moment where I was a little crestfallen because we'd been through like all this waiting and waiting and waiting and. You had to pee, and it was hot, and we'd been forced to listen to. Yeah, 90s. I had neither one of us had gone to the bathroom since we left San Diego at like nine thirty in the morning. And I also hadn't pooped yet, so like I was holding all kinds of stuff inside me. Um, R.I.P. to the bathroom at Bubba <laughs> Gumps. Bubba Gumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were gone for a while. Yeah, I, I heard a few songs on the toilet. <laughs> They played a Beach Boys song while I was on holiday. They played Sail on Sailor, so oh, shout out to Blondie Chaplin. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is going to be one of my favorite episodes of this podcast. I just oh know God. it. <laughs> but I got a little crestfallen when we got in the store because we got in the store and the line was still fucking long inside. Like, it was snakety zigzaggy. Yeah, they literally, they had it, like, going through almost every aisle in the every, store. Almost every section. Is there anything else we want to cover outside or about being in line before we get to the man, the myth, the Aussie? Um, no, we don't, not really. Just that it was hot and it you was, wanted to pee. It was hot and it was humid. I had to pee. There was a lot of open containers. So much open container. So much, many people. Some dude walking some, around yeah, selling churros. Was, some, yeah, that guy was cool, though. Um, he was playing the new album on his speaker. I'll give him that. And encouraging people, you're almost there. You're gonna see Ozzy. He was, he was cool. And there was a lady that met met him that came out and like told us all to stay in line. Like, she you could call it the ambassador for Ozzy because she had an Ozzy shirt, an Ozzy button, an Ozzy hat. So she was a she was a a sloppy drunk lady. But was she, oh, was she the one that had the Pepsi and the Fireball? Yeah, that was the same. Oh my god, that was, yeah, there's a lady that's yeah. online getting all she had with her was a bottle of Pepsi and a bottle of Fireball. Yeah. Fireball whiskey. Well, and then there were some, there was some guy, guy when we got on the one side, um, the kind of sketchy side. The kind of sketchy side. Well, because there was the one side closer to the um, record store that was like nicer, it was more residential where all the trees were. Yeah. drinking when it's that hot. He was wandering around drinking out of a bottle and offering people. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but somebody would walk by with a drink because people were leaving the line and going and getting coffee or and boba. Somewhere. Or alcohol. Well, and he was, or alcohol, but he was offering people, you want a shot of this and that? And like some guy, he like 
started following. He's like, I said, do you want a shot? Do you want a shot in your drink? And he's like, no. <laughs> like, leave me alone. And he kept, like, giving, like, offering people drinks out of his fucking alcohol. And I'm like, dude, it's, like, first of all, we don't know you. Second, COVID. Second, COVID is still happening. <laughs> Third, you may have put something This in is that. how you get hepatitis. I said that about the bathroom. <laughs> right, still. Let's still you, you, this is how you get a myriad of diseases. Gonoherpocephalitis. Exactly. <laughs> or possibly something that they haven't discovered, yes. Yes. But other than that, yes. Okay, so I've covered everything. So, the man, the myth, the legend. Like I said, Ozzy is like a hero to me. Like, I love his music so much. It's always been super important. It's got me through some really shitty, terrible times in my life. And I just wanted to say thank you to him today. Like, he gave, he's given me so much joy. And I just wanted to say thank you, man. And I was trying to come up with ways to say it. And it was, it's not easy. Like, you know, you, you rehearse it in your head. It never comes out quite like you wanted to. What, you're going to say something. What are you No, saying? go ahead. Keep going. Uh, so you rehearse and you rehearse. And I kind of just came like I was going to say, hey, Ozzy, I'm Alex. It's great to meet you. You know, your music has been a lot to me over the year, years. I really uh, appreciate it. You know, I'm glad that you keep making new music. I love the new record. Just thank you so much, man. So I've rehearsed this beautiful thing in my head. Keep that in mind. Is there something you wanted to say? Just keep going. Okay. Well, actually, before we well, get to... Well, uh, wait. Have you... Are you... Before we lead to the big finish... Yeah. So... I wanted to ask you something. What? Do you have any, like, thoughts on Ozzy? Is he being as his music anything you want to add in like just your experience with him um I mean other than being me assaulting you with his catalog since we met in 2015 yeah I mean I knew I've always known who Ozzy was I mean I I was in marching band and athletic band and whatnot through my entire life basically and we all I remember in high school playing Crazy Train um, and Pet Man, like for um, basketball games and stuff. So that's about the extent of it. That's my biggest like connection to Ozzy was everybody always loved. No matter like when I was in high school, like college, everybody loved when the band played Crazy Train. So it's like I always like, and I knew Ozzy like, and I knew his music, and I knew he was really popular. It wasn't he was like Ozzy and Black Sabbath and stuff like that wasn't really something that I sought out, but I'd heard, you know, some of his music on like Fuse and things like that. Um, but I knew that he was, you know, I knew who he was, I knew he was a big deal, I knew that he had done some outrageous things. I had watched some of the episodes of the Osbournes on my own before I had met you. Um, <laughs> I made you watch an Aussie documentary early on, remember that? Yeah, you did. Which gave us a running joke we still use to this day. Yes. They have made the decision. <laughs> They've made the decision. That's from a very dark part of the documentary. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically from what, like, what Ozzy said to Sharon before he tried to kill her. Yeah. He, he was high at the time. He doesn't remember trying to kill her. But he basically said to her, they made the decision that you have to die, and then he tried to strangle her. So now every time we, one of us makes a decision on our, our own, the other person. For the other person or for the two of us together, we always say they've made the decision. They've made the decision. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, my, my, my experience with Ozzy isn't as, like, 
an icon. He's an icon, so yeah, he's like, it's really hard not to know who he is, I think. I also think it's important to point out that, um, as a reminder, our dog, our little fly dog, was with us. Yes, yeah, so I was going to talk about this next. We decided, so, part of the rules was, like, no cameras and no photos. So, obviously, you have the souvenir of getting your album signed, but... It's really be really nice to have a visual too. I get that he can't take a photo with everybody, but it would have been cool if we could like film this or like just take some photos while we're while like, we're having the exchange. Um, so we just devised a plan. We devised a brilliant plan that we thought that like okay, Copper, our dog, our sly dog, he's very disarming. He's adorable. So our initial plan was just let's take him with us. Ozzy will think he's cute and want a photo with him and that's how I cajole my way into a photo um, but then you my brilliant brilliant love of my life you came up with a brilliant idea and surprised me with something that just took it to the complete next level she ordered bat wings for our little chihuahua our little five pound chihuahua here she ordered a pair of bat wings and he looks adorable with them. He does. It's one of the most, like, I, I'm just glad we have these now in general. Like, I'm having a bad day. I can put them in the bat wings and it'll, it'll just make me happy. The bat wings and his his, his, his skinny tie, yeah. yeah. It's just the cutest thing ever. So we figured not only will we have a small dog, because Ozzy likes small dogs, we have a small dog with bat wings connecting to the bat story. So then it's like, whoop, I was like, I feel like, holy shit, I'm going to end up on his fucking Instagram with it. That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, <laughs> but the store was smart, and maybe if there had been more time, it hadn't been so late in the day, this plan could have gone accordingly. Yeah. But it didn't. Well, so, yeah. you were going to say something? See, well, because I, they had said no, like, no pictures and no phones. Right. right. So you tried to covertly film it. Yeah, so I was going to turn on the video on my phone. I have a case on my phone. She so just closed it. Just closed it. And I had it in my hand as we were walking up. Sly dog has the baby sly dog in his hands. <laughs> and mini sly dog, big sly dog, and mini sly dog. Um, in his back costume, and I'm pushing the, the dog stroller. <laughs> yes, we are those people. We, but he actually has a heart condition and can't walk, so we have a reason to have a dog stroller. We didn't have it until he had the heart condition. So although, now when we get the next Chihuahua, that's going to be very spoiled, let's be so, honest. Don't judge us. Um, so I'm holding my phone and pushing the stroller while he has is in front of me with, with the, dog the dog in the bat wings. In the bat wings. And so I'm hoping that I can get this, you know, covertly filmed. And But they are prepared apparently for this. They, they thought they, all of this the through. The guy's like, oh, no pictures, no phones. And I'm like, you know, like, it's, it's closed. I 
photos of him from a distance. Yeah. Which again, those will go up on social media, but there's no the proof I have I met Ozzy is my signed CD. Yeah. And I'm I'm cool with that and the memory I have. And let me just say this, even though my interaction was brief, I am very thankful for this. It was worth the five hours. It was very worth it. So I approached the table. And I've been thinking about what this moment's gonna feel like, and it's just like he's right there, like this icon, the, the, the man that wrote Diary of a Madman and Bark at the Moon, Waiting for Darkness. Uh, well, Bob Daisley wrote some of the lyrics, but Ozzy wrote the melody. Um, Mr. Tinker Train, See You on the Other Side. Perry Mason, Goes Behind My Eyes. These songs I adore, and he's right there. The man who has cheated death many times, <laughs> and I thought I was never going to get to see, I am now like inches from, I'm a few feet from him, yeah. and he's sitting there signing away, not saying much, mm-hmm. but he's he's signing away, I get to the table, they, they take the CD, CD booklet from me, and they hand it to Ozzy, and I, I stutter out my part of my speech, and it becomes clear to me that he's either A, very tired, or B, very deaf. Probably a bit of both. Probably that. You've been standing in front of, like, 40, 50 years of heavy metal, you're going to be a little deaf. But I say, you know, the thing, and he kind of is like, uh, and he looks up at me, and I look him right in the eyes. His eyes are, like, piercingly blue. Like, they are incredibly blue. Um, and he looks at me, and he smiles, and he notices copper with the bat wings and he goes and he he smiles again he like slowly reaches out and just tussles the hair on his head and then and then Ozzy says keep in mind my dog is 14 he goes oh he can't see very well can he yeah I can see Copper's eyes are a little foggy a little milky and we've been told that he yes we're talking about you hi yes hi (laughs) we've been told that he's not blind that it's just his eyes but yeah he's like oh he can't see very well can he I was like, yeah, he's an old man. <laughs> and that was my uh, the extent of my interaction with the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> but Prince of Darkness, pet the Prince. The of Prince of Darkness. Or Borkness. Darkness. I like Borkness better. Yeah, the Prince of Borkness, yes. It, it, it rhymes better. Yeah. So that, but all, all I'll say, it was totally worth it. And I'll never forget it. And maybe if it had been a different environment, it would have been a more personal interaction. He might have said something to what I said. But I, I said it twice. And he, I'm not sure he heard it either. But he was, he was very cool. And it was cool to actually hear him speak in that, um, what is it, the, the Birmingham uh English accent that's really thick and some people can't understand, but I've I've listened to so many Aussie interviews, I can tell exactly what he's saying. Like, he, it never sounds mumbling to me, so... I, I, I can, yeah, I can understand what he said. Oh, I can't yeah. He was talking about copper. But he was definitely in another zone, because he just he, he signed away. Yeah, he was until he, he, he noticed copper, and then he just kind of like... Like, just briefly. Just briefly, was kind of like... Out of a trance. Yeah. Like I, I'm sure at that point he's like, just sign the rest of these albums. Like go lay the fuck down or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have a burrito. I recommend the man for saying that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not giving him any shit. Yeah. Uh, like he's, especially with Parkinson's. Yeah, so like, I need all that stuff. and he's old. 
old as fuck. I know. really get a fit sense for like yeah. how like he's like he's like my, one of my grandparents I, yeah because i mean i guess i'm used to ozzy on the osborns oh well that or also like when you, you see him in a music video you yeah. see him live i'm sure they've prettied up his face a bit you can't see the lines and they put eye makeup on him yeah. like i kind of expected him to be a little like and this is not a shot at the way he looked by the way done up like i kind of like thought like he would be he would have black eye makeup on like you know, average pretty up like he is for a public event, but he, he, he kind of was like Rick Wakeman, wasn't he? Like, like just chilling in like yeah. a black T-shirt, and he had he had the classic yeah. Aussie cross on, by the way, which gave me all kinds of feelings. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it was I the original one too. I, I got a picture. Of you did? How did you? It was like oh, from a distance, right? From a distance. Okay. Yeah. I kept that, taking pictures of him until he sat up, and you can see it on his chest. Yeah. Although and, it looked like it, I wonder if half the reason he was sitting like that was because that thing is so damn heavy. Right, it looked like the original one from like the Sabbath days. And when you get up close to him, you can see it's definitely one, if it's not, it's one he's had for a while because there was wear on it. Like, you can see it's been, it's banding to things and been dropped. And like, the it's been something he's used before, so it could have very well been the original cross. I, like, I know he still has it because he shows it off in the documentary. Uh, that I was referencing earlier, God bless Ozzy Osbourne, and I think that was made when he was working in like the factory in Birmingham too. So there's a lot of history in that one little little item, the big item around his neck. So yeah, that was cool. Um, but yeah, you get up to you get a sense of how old he is. He's just an old old dude that plays rock and roll, but he's a cool guy. I'm very thankful I got to have that little interaction. I will treasure it for the rest of my life. And your interaction was pretty quick too, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know. What Did he say it. anything to you? No, he didn't say anything. Just signed your thing. Yeah, just. They kind of rushed me off after like he finished petting copper. I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was, I was just, I think I was just so, still kind of so shocked that he pet copper. That Were I you not was, expecting that? He seemed so focused and so like like I need to get this I need to get this done like signing stuff. I didn't think he was going to like snap out of that zone. So when he did, I was just like, oh my god. It was like witnessing something really insane happening. Yeah. So like I was just like super. Ha I was so happy that that happened, and I was more focused on on you and like your experience <laughs> that I got up there and I was just like oh hi thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, I, and yeah well, like, I mean it, this was for me let's be real it this was, this was yeah. for me <laughs> yeah because if they were going to let me keep my phone I was honestly going to give you both of the CD books and stand back and take pictures but since they hold on wouldn't let me hold it phone Nazis Phone Nazis. Which, I mean, I get. They don't want to slow down. Right, yeah. But, I don't know. Could have at least let me film this personal. Right. I digress, though. I have the memory, and I will treasure it. Thank you, Aussie. Thank you. And that was pretty much it. You actually managed to get your bathroom break at Fingerprints. I did. They technically don't have a public bathroom, but they were letting 
almost missed the door. And I had to yell for people to hold the door for me, which luckily they did. Yep. And my bladder didn't explode, so that was good. Yep. And then we went and we had Bubba Gum Shrimps with some friends of ours, and that was delicious. We ate a hearty meal. Oh yeah, because everybody which does. Awesome, and he brought him water. Yep, he's sleeping he, on my chest now. He made a, a, a makeshift. The dog, not the waiter. Yeah, the. That's funny. I said he's sleeping on my chest now after we mentioned the waiter. I'm like, the dog, not the waiter. The waiter made like a makeshift little bowl full of water for Copper out of like a to go container. It was, it was cute. It was sweet. It was good too because we bought a little bottle for Copper for this trip. And left it in the fucking car. We had it for we the. Had, we had it for standing in line for five hours and used it for that. But when we went to the restaurant, we forgot to get it. Yep. So we derped, but he still got water and he got some calamari. He got some what? Calamari. Calamari. Some fish. Some fish. Some frog. French fries. Lots of French fries. So he, 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 it was Fat Saturday for him. Yes. So yeah, he 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 made out all right. So. Overall, I would say this was worth it. Um, could it have been organized a little better? Probably. Capitalism and greed played a role here. I think in why this ended up taking so fucking long. Probably. But I'm glad Ozzy stayed. I'm thankful he stayed. I'm thankful yeah, I got my CD signed. I'm thankful I got to do this experience because, you know, Ozzy's talking like, oh, I'll probably tour again. But I, I just don't have high hopes that he will. I really don't. Um, yeah. Parkinson's is a pretty brutal disease. I, I worry that if he does, my feelings are going to be similar to Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson, and please just, just, just let him, let him be. Like, and even I hate to say, part of me wonders if he can do it because I saw the video of the like performance he did at the NFL halftime this week, and they make you lip sync for that, so it's really not fair of me to judge off of that, but. I don't know, I guess he sounded fine when he sang, like, at the end of, uh, the, was it the Olympics? I don't know. Uh, something, he sang know. at the end of something in Britain. Was it the Olympics in Britain? No. He sang something at the, at the, at something in Britain recently. He sang Paranoid. And that sounded like a live vocal, and it sounded good, I thought. But he was definitely not singing live at, uh, the L.A. Rams thing. It was definitely lip syncing because definitely he had an effect on his voice that you that, like you're, you're not going to be able to get that good of a studio effect on your voice in that type of environment and the dog is snoring on my chest now <laughs> so I remain skeptic of a live tour but if I get the chance I will take it um, just to see him live um, but yeah thank you for doing this and agreeing to it Surviving it, not tapping you out. No, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I really thought you were gonna tap out at one point. <coughs> or had you come too far? I mean, I was never gonna completely tap out. I might have like gone in search of a bathroom and came back, but I was never gonna actually fully tap out. But I, that also would have meant that I would have had to gone in somewhere and asked people to. <laughs> That's what kept me from it. 
fear of social interaction kept you in line. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Probably slightly unhealthy, though. Probably. <laughs> that's funny. But, but most of those places were around were closed by like 2 o'clock anywhere in ways. And any of the rest of them that had bathrooms were probably unsanitary. So That's how you get hepatitis. other closing thoughts? Uh, no. We're almost home. But we are almost home. 19 minutes. This killed a good chunk of the trip. I'm glad you got this idea. Like, this yeah. was all the wife's idea, by the way. It's kept me awake. <laughs> <laughs> kept your brain sharp. Yeah. Yeah, so Ozzy, thank you for signing my CD. Everybody check out patient number nine if you haven't heard it yet. It's a great record. Um, don't be one of those Aussie fans that goes, oh, it wasn't the same after Randy Rose left. He's made great music since then. He's made great music since No More Tears, so if you stop there, uh, I also think you need to seriously reconsider what you've done with your life and listen to the rest of his stuff. Um, it's a fantastic record. It's very Black Sabbath flavored, I think. There's some great guest guitarists, including Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath, playing on a handful of tracks, so... Get the record, listen to it, put it in your ear holes. Um, can't recommend it enough. Um, Ozzy, I salute you. Um, rock and roll! Got anything you want to say? Come on, let's do a rock and roll together, ready? No. One, two. No, it's not gonna happen. Come on, please. Nope. Please. Nope. Please. Nope. Don't leave me hanging. Nope. Oh, come on. You're hanging. I'm hanging? Yep, you're hanging. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging on the telephone. You're, you're hanging yourself here, bud. Sorry. Are you, you going to leave me out to dry? Yep. Oh, okay. It's rained all day. You need to dry. <laughs> Peace out, guys.
Thank you for listening to the Sly Dog Music Cast. If you want to know what's going on, follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.